just you need some gas. Yo. Yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Ooh, yep, I said it. Ooh. From the streets, racism to the church. I'ma tell the truth to you even when it hurts. Tell no lies, no cap, no perk. Came out my mouth, then the truth what you heard. Yep, I said it. You are now locked in. So yep, I said it. In the truth zone. You don't want the truth, don't ask. Yeah. Yep, I said it. Yeah. Yep, I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I said it. What's up, fam? Welcome to Yep, I Said It with your host, Dr. ADT. That's me, all day true. Check it. Today's topic is called Ministers. Your attire shouldn't speak louder than your message. Yes, I said it. So look, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this thing. And I just want to start off by saying, I thank God for being able to be amongst ladies in ministry that knew exactly who they are. Okay. As God was maturing me in my Christian walk, I was able to see women with class, elegance, and they walked gracefully. Men also knew how to be men and men dressed appropriately in the pulpit. Not a no skin tight shirt showing off every muscle and print. Y'all, y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Bishop Eddie Long. May he rest in peace. Okay. And I'm also talking about how you could dress so fly that people are busy admiring your attire versus paying attention to the word of God. Okay. So, I've been in ministry and I've talked about this a lot that I've been in ministry 25 years and I've seen men and women in ministry the right way and the wrong way. So I want to put this out there first. I want to make this clear about this podcast. Y'all already know here at Yep, I Said It. I'm going to be 100 with y'all. I'm going to keep it real. And we all know that the truth hurts, but the truth also sets us free. So this topic that we're going to talk about today, ministers, your attire shouldn't speak louder than your message. This topic is going to hurt some feelings. It's going to step on some toes. It's going to cause some people out. But my prayer is that it shakes you to do better as you represent yourself as a man, a woman, a guy behind the pulpit and in your community as a believer. So anything less is unacceptable. Yes, I said it is unacceptable. It's not just about uh, yep, I said it podcast. It's not just about uh, calling someone seeing out or shaming someone to make them feel bad or look bad, but it's about speaking the truth in which people are fearful to talk about. So they sweep issues under the rug. Why? Because they don't want to lose a position. Honey, let me tell you, I gave up that position a long time ago of trying to fit in and, and bend my morals and values to be popular. Yep, I said it. This podcast right here. Yep, yep, I said it. We call a spade a spade. And then we give you the tools you need to overcome your issues. Now, who do that? Who do that there? <laughs> so let us not be chasers out here. You know, let let us not be people that want chasers and, and, and before you hear the truth. We don't do that here at Yep, I said it. Yep, I said it. Yep, I said it. Yep, I said it. We don't do chasers. We get straight to the point. So let's go ahead and get into this thing. And I want to start with this scripture right here. What is it? First uh, Timothy chapter two, verses nine through 10. It says, likewise, I want the women to adorn themselves with respectable apparel, with modesty and with self-control, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or expensive clothes. 
please take note of this scripture. It highlights women specifically, but man, you're not exempt from dressing respectfully and modest and with modesty. So what this scripture is telling us about wearing, wearing respectable apparel, what is it really saying to us? I'm glad you asked because I'm about to tell you anyway. This scripture, first, first Timothy chapter two, verses nine through 10 is telling us in a nutshell, not to dress like a whore or a gigolo. Yep. I said it, but we're to be modest. So you might be asking, what is modesty? Well, y'all know how we like to do it here. We like to inform you modesty. According to what the internet is saying, uh, modesty is the act of showing reserve in behavior or in your, with your clothes. So an example of modesty is when you wear a shirt over your bathing suit because you don't want um, to show off your body too much. That's modesty. So modesty, when you think about it, it, it has a lot more to do with the condition of your heart than your wardrobe. So we're to dress with self-control. So you see when you dress with self-control, you display your self-worth, right? you display your self-worth. So men and women that show every bump, every curve while in the pulpit, you have no respect for yourself and none for others as well. So as leaders, we're to help others to be free from sin. But how can you do that when what you put on your body causes them to lust after you? I'll wait. Leaders, everything you preach and teach becomes tainted. Why? Because the spirit behind what you are doing is not about God, but you. Truth be told, you're looking for something. You are looking for something because there is a lack in your life. So you have a need to feel desired, wanted, appreciated, and the need for people to be uh, wanting your help and for you to even be around. See, when you have preachers like that, you apostles, you pastors, you create, you, you create um, people that depend on you. And you create people that are now not self-sufficient. You make them to be intimidated by you. Therefore, they stay on the sidelines and it gives you the glory to always be before the people. Don't trip because this message is for the laity as well. So, so what you're not a leader in ministry and you just a church, a church goer. You're called laity. This is for you as well. That means you to be, you are to be dressing appropriately, respectfully as well. Christian men and women, you, you're not in the pulpit. Okay. So don't think that this message does not apply to you. I'm telling you, it applies to you because you are a laity. Y'all, y'all would be so surprised to know that men and women who show off their bodies and wear items that adorn their body to bring attention to themselves. Guess what? They lack self-esteem. Yes, they do. I know that shocks the mess out of you guys, but <laughs> people that show off every nook and cranny about their body, it does not mean they, ha they have the highest self-esteem. If the truth be told, they lack self-esteem. Yes, I mean self-esteem. So don't be duped to believe because a man and woman is showing off their body. They have high self-esteem wrong. They are just self-unaware. <laughs> Yep, I said it. Y'all know how we like to do it here at Yep, I Said It. Knowledge is power. I believe that uh, knowledge is power and the word tells us that we perish for lack of knowledge. So you're going to get some nuggets. You're going to get a host of that here at Yep, I Said It. Look, when you know better, my prayer is that you do better. So let me tell, let me school y'all on what self-unaware is. 
Self-unaware is having no knowledge of a situation or a fact. And self-aware uh, is the complete opposite. It's having knowledge of a situation. So you know who else was self-unaware? Think of somebody that was self-unaware in the Bible. Let me tell you, Nebuchadnezzar. Why? Why was Nebuchadnezzar self-unaware? Because of pride. People that are self-unaware are prideful. And guess what pride is the precursor of? All sin. You see, when you're self-unaware, you do things your way. A self-unaware person, they don't take advice. Okay. I've known women in ministry to reject advice from other women of God uh, after they had advised uh, these ministers, ladies in particular, to change their attire because it was inappropriate. You know what else a self-unaware person does? They they brag. Okay. They try to do it so humbly, but they brag about how good they preach. And, and but guess what they never do? They never share the pulpit. A self-unaware person will talk about things they have done through uh other people and throughout their life and all of the accomplishments that they have made, but they humble bragging. Okay. Another thing a self unaware person does, they wear clothes <laughs> that do not complement their age, body type or profession, or they wear clothes that are inappropriate. That means you can see the, the, what, what they call that thing in between the legs. Um, I want. I don't know why I want to say horseshoe. <laughs> oh, it's not a horseshoe, but that thing gonna probably come to me at the end of this podcast. But uh, yeah, they they show their cleavage, all the bumps and every curve that God has ever created within them. They show it all. Another thing that a self unaware person does, they will say that this podcast right here that I'm talking about, if you try to refer it to them, they're going to say it's not for them. It's for somebody else. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. So why do men and women have a need to show their bodies, especially while in the pulpit or in the community? Let me tell you why. It's this thing called Marine spirit. See the enemy don't like me and I don't like him either. <laughs> so I'm not surprised when I don't connect with men and women in ministry because they do not know who they are because they are looking for something beyond Jesus. I'll tell you bit. I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about a Marine spirit in a nutshell. So I always like to use this example. So the world is comprised of mostly water, right? And so is your body. So, if a powerful element such as water make up most of the earth and what's in us, that is an example of how great the marine power is. So the marine spirit is behind the music that you like to listen to, the beauty products, the beauty industry, homosexuality, lust, and the list goes on. So as deliverance ministers, you'll see why at times it takes longer to uproot a demonic spirit. Um, because it's, it's, it's just not that spirit alone. It's the Marine spirit. So just like prostitutes, you know, they dress to draw attention, right? So women in ministry, if you're dressed like a night walker in the pulpit, then expect demonic forces to be attached to it. And you must know that you are not fighting spiritual battles because you're an anointed deliverance minister. Nah, boo, you are battling spiritual issues because you invited the demon of lust into your ministry. So for y'all that don't know what a night walker is, let me school ya. A night walker, a night walker is a person who roams about at night, especially with criminal intent. 
You know, so that's that's like a prostitute, a clubber, streetwalker, you know, pretty much you dress to lure men or women in. <laughs> so I want to say this, and this is this is on a side note right here. I'm I'm just about to share this thing. <laughs> you apostles and pastors. Oof. If look, if y'all don't never allow anyone else in y'all congregation that regularly attends your congregation and that our leaders in your congregation, if you don't never allow them in the pulpit, that is a major indicator of the spirit of Jezebel. I'm going to say it again because for some reason, I just discern in my spirit that you didn't hear what I said because you really didn't want to hear what I said. But you apostles, even the ones that have called themselves apostles that are not apostles, you woke up and decided to call yourself an apostle. So you apostles and pastors who never allow anyone else in your congregation in the pulpit is a major indicator of the spirit of Jezebel. Okay. So y'all need to understand that Jezebel goes far beyond being a spirit of control. And I'm not going to get into the spirit of Jezebel on this podcast. I made a point that I'm going to do another podcast talking about the spirit of Jezebel. So as apostolic ministry leaders, you should be able to look out amongst your people and see someone that has matured to be in the pulpit besides you. Okay. What are, Look, whatever happened to apostolic succession? I'll wait. And for y'all that don't know what apostolic succession is, I'm going to tell y'all in a nutshell, okay? It's teaching you what I know so that the ministry never dies. But if you really want to understand further what apostolic ministry is, then I suggest that you sign up for uh, our classes at steppingstoneCE.org. And, 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 and another thing, we are all over Facebook and you guys probably, if you haven't seen it, but the registration for the free associate's degree in theology just ended. And so whenever the Holy Spirit drops that in my spirit again to do that for his people, then that is what I'll do. But you definitely need to understand that apostolic is not a denomination. It is not a non-denomination. It is a function. So if you decide to call yourself any of the fivefold callings, then you need to do more research and studying outside of what Google has to say about it. Okay. But I want to share this quick uh, testimony. No, this is not even a testimony. Y'all I'm just confessing and, and testifying to what I've been through, but this is not a testimony. But I just want to share this time when me and my husband, we visited a church, y'all, and I cannot tell you what the message was about because I just can't. All I can tell you is what this woman wore. And I kid you not, when I left after service, I felt so dirty because I couldn't even focus on the message. I mean, I could tell you what shoes she had on, what pants, what shirt, how her hair was styled and the color of her lipstick. And I kid you not, street walker in full effect. 
Y'all, I felt so dirty because I couldn't even focus on the message. And y'all, I just want to let you know that whew, my husband, he was excused that day because we both were mesmerized. And I don't mean in a good way. I mean, we walked out of there having to repent and cast down thoughts and imaginations. Y'all, I had to go before the Lord on behalf of this leader because it grieved my spirit. This person, this leader did not understand that the, the spirit of lust and the spirit of Jezebel was at work in this place. See, y'all don't want to talk about stuff like that because it seems unholy to y'all and it seems unchristian like. Y'all don't want to talk about stuff like that. See, this is why, yep, I said it exists because we're going to talk about stuff that y'all want to constantly sweep under the rug. See, y'all then summed up the spirit of Jezebel, like I said, as only having the spirit of control. But honey, a Jezebel can be a man or female. Like I told y'all, I'm not about to get into that spirit right here, but I'm going to do a podcast specifically on the spirit of Jezebel. Okay. So like I said, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't want to get into stuff like that, but y'all would prefer, um, to, get in y'all feelings and subject yourselves to this seducing spirit because you don't want to hurt nobody feelings and you don't want to step on no toes. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't understand that thing is at all. How can you allow the spirit of lust to be in operation like that? And, and nobody says anything and, and, and even the leaders or, or, I mean, you, you just constantly being duped to believe that this is of God. If you ain't never heard of the Kundalini spirit, then I suggest again that you join our school so that you can learn a finger to a three. Yes, I said it. <laughs> I don't even understand how people think that they can preach holiness when they, when what they have on represents hell. Okay. How can you preach holiness? And what you have on represents hell. I'll wait. You see, many people take the stand of being neutral and say, they ain't none of my business. You know, she a leader. God going to deal with her. What? None of your business. Yes, it is your business. It is your business as laity and as other leaders. It is your business because that man or woman, that's a leader that supposedly represent the same Christ as you do. They need help. So help a brother or sister out by correcting them in love, not sweeping their behavior under the rug. See, this is why I don't fool with people who take a neutral stand. I don't fool with people who take a neutral stand because they will fold for anything that brings them glory and praise. And not only that, people that take a neutral stand, they fold under pressure. <laughs> Again, how can people preach holiness when they represent hell? I'll tell you, check your dress code. I'll tell you, check your dress code first. I'm not for sure what just happened, but it kind of got a little scrambled there, just like my words. But again, how can people preach holiness when they represent hell? I'll tell you the spirit of pride, the spirit of lust and the spirit of Jezebel. So let us not keep sweeping things under the rug. Let us help our brother and sister out. I want to give you this nugget here. But when, what, whether you be laity, leaders in ministry, anybody that uh, represents Christ, anyone that has Christ as the head of their life, before you go out into the community, before you attend church services, 
check your dress code by doing a shout check. I remember coming up in ministry, we would do shout checks. We would jump, we would bend over. And if you have to uh, tug on your clothes, then you need to change your outfit. We'll do all of these things. And if it show any part of our body, any form of our underwear, change your fit. Okay. So that term come as you are, it has been taken way out of context. So let me clear that cliche statement up for you. There's a big difference between someone who comes to church in clothes that aren't as nice because maybe they don't have the money or the energy versus someone who comes to church in clothes that are, that are not as nice because what they just lazy or because they come in with other motives. So check your stuff before you decide that you want to go before the Lord. Because if you really take a look at that thing, will you really wear what, what you have on before God? Will you feel um righteous wearing inappropriate tire before the Lord? I don't know about y'all, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So I want to leave y'all with this final scripture from first Samuel uh, chapter 16 verses Seven. It says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance, appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him for God sees not as man sees for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Look, modesty again has a lot more to do with the condition of our heart than our wardrobe. So what does that mean? So if you say your temple belongs to God, you say you love God and worship him, then whatever is in your heart should reflect that. So don't be deceived because what the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it but God? So if the Holy Spirit is living in you and you are obedient to his voice, then you would hear the spirit of truth telling you do not wear that. So when you decide to do what you want to do, because you feel as though what you put on isn't hurting anybody, you deceive yourselves. I want to leave you with this final thought for the leaders in ministry that are married. Okay. Husbands and wives that are in ministry. If your spouse is coming to church in inappropriate behavior. I want to let you know that you are co-signing this behavior and you are equally at fault for causing the people to go astray. Ministers, your attire shouldn't speak louder than your message. In a nutshell, tone it down. Let what comes out of your mouth speak louder than what you put on. Let it speak louder than the perfume or cologne that you wear. Ministers, your attire shouldn't speak louder than your message. And if you find yourself in this position and you did not realize that it was you, repent, ask God to forgive you. Ask God to cleanse your heart of all unrighteousness and get rid of all of those clothes that bring attention to you. Even if you are laity, do the same thing. If you are in a situation where you are in a ministry and your leader continues to dress like so. Approach them in love. Let them know how this thing makes you feel. 
and see how they respond. I will also seek the Lord in this situation, seek the Holy Spirit to guide and direct you as to how to approach a leader. Because sometimes uh, leaders don't have an open door policy. Now, I don't know where they do that at other than traditional churches, but here at Mount Zion of Fire, there's an open door policy. We are an apostolic ministry. So we want to help you obtain a solution to your issues. We have an open door policy that if you see leaders gone astray, it is not just the leader's duty, but it is laity's duty as well to make sure that everyone stays in line, not to just sit back and watch and say, Oh, that's none of my business. No, everybody is held accountable, accountable. And so, like I told y'all before, this is why I'm not invited to many churches. And this is why I am not liked. But y'all, I told you I gave up the popularity card a long time ago. I am who God call, has called me to be. As, as an apostle, I'm not concerned about your emotions and your feelings and how what I say makes you feel. I've learned a long time ago that the spirit of truth will offend people. It will hurt your feelings. But guess what? It will also set you free. Look, y'all. It's been real hanging with y'all today. And I want you to come back and hang with me some more. I want you to know that knowledge is power and you will get some things. You will get some nuggets from listening to Yep, I Said It. You may not agree with everything that I say, but y'all, I'm not looking for likes, shares, and love. (laughs) What I am looking for is that you will repent, that you would walk righteously, and that you won't be lazy with your walk with Christ. So look. I want y'all to email me at Dr. ADT all day true. And let me know if you have had some experiences uh, in ministry with your leaders dressing inappropriately, or if you are a leader that used to dress inappropriately and you have been delivered, let us know y'all testimony. Look, I love to hear it. I'm big on encouraging God's people and I just want God's people to do better. Okay, so look, it's been real hanging with y'all today. Thanks for hanging with me, Dr. ADT, all day true. And make sure y'all tune in next Friday. I don't know what time that is going to be, but I know that it's going to be Friday. So look, everything that I said today, I said in love. I meant what I said unapologetically. I said what I said. I meant it and that seals it. And guess what? I'm out. If I said it, thank you for tuning in with ADT, all day true. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Dr. Underscore ABT. That's D-R underscore A dot D dot 